Hey everybody, I'm Corey. And I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get. Welcome back to Action Action, the action movie podcast that watches all the action movies. We put them on our list, and they're there. And And, uh, I am uh, one of the hostesses, (laughs) James, and I'm joined um, in his dining room (laughs) by Dustin. Hey! We're here. We're in the dining room. Yeah, we're here. You're You're eating our Valentine's candies off the table. Right. I mean, that's the thing about coming to your house. You always have all the candy. There's always a lot of candy out, isn't there? There is. Now that I think about it. Um, it's probably because you don't have kids. They would definitely <laughs> right, be gone. Right, they would gone. just devour it all. They would be gone. So it's like, you're my grandma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got little glass dishes. <laughs> There's some chewy things. There's some... Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, but hey, you know, it's good to be here. Uh, before we get to all of, you know, the jargon that we're going to talk about... Uh, we're a part of the BFOP network. You can check out uh, lots of shows. There's a multitude of shows, and you should check them out. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you can also, if you're looking to find us, uh, to chat with us, you can chat with uh, Dustin, is mostly, pretty much always, on uh, Instagram at Action Action Podcast. And you could uh, check out our list at Letterboxd at Action Action. Or you could become a Patreon follower and get access to uh, our back catalog of our uh, first 200 episodes. And if you don't want to pay money, then fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, it's two bucks. You, you get 200 episodes for two bucks. It's three bucks Canadian. Three so bucks Canadian. It's basically Whatever. like 50 cents American. Still a hell of a deal. Still. Cheaper than a cup of coffee. Yeah. And if you want to unsubscribe, then that's okay too. <laughs> that's your prerogative. Fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but anyways, Dustin, um, why don't we talk about what we watched this week? What have you been up to? Uh, the little sink or swim. Yeah. Sink or swim. Here we go. So, um, first thing I'll mention is I watched Fortress two. Now, most people probably haven't heard of Fortress one, but it was this like sci-fi low budget sci-fi action kind of movie with Mm -hmm. Christopher Lambert. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, from the nineties and it was pretty good. I watched it a few years back. Uh, had a lot of fun with it. It's like he goes to a space. No, no, he's right. Not a space prison. He just, just a futuristic prison for breeding. It's like the future where you can't have kids or some shit. Oh, it's and like his a wife breeding prison or pregnant. So he gets sent to jail. Um, 
Oh, <laughs> future jail. I see. He goes to jail because ha- because he's going to have a kid. Because he's having a kid. Not he's not going to a breeding no. prison. No, that's what I <laughs> hook him up and make <laughs> him breed. <laughs> that's what I, I mean. You got to get more of those Christopher Lambert like, genes into this. The, is weird. Into this the is populace. A, this is an interesting plot for a movie. He goes to a breeding prison. Yeah, and so anyway, the first movie. <laughs> It's one of those low budget. <laughs> it's one of those low budget sci-fi movies that I th- think are a lot of fun. Had some really fun sets and everything. And it was directed by Stuart Gordon, who uh, a great director in my opinion. Did Reanimator and mm-hmm. uh, from from Beyond and all these movies. But um, this one is from the year two thousand. Fortress Two. They f- he had escaped at the end of the first one. They find him and his wife and kid, and they chase them, and he ends up getting captured again. And this time, he's sent to space prison. He's out right. in space. Yeah, and an idea that we've seen pop up in a few movies over the years as well. Uh, can't say this one was nearly as good as the first one. There's a couple fun ideas here and there. <laughs> Pam Greer shows up again in this one as the sort of woman who runs this company that <laughs> has space prisons. Um and it's him trying to find a way off the station so that he can get back to his family on earth and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, not total, total shit, but yeah, not probably worth your time unless you're like, I absolutely need to, to see Fortress two. Cause I've seen Fortress one, like right. me, someone weird and sick. Like, yeah, me. I haven't seen yeah. the first one. <laughs> um, Christopher Lambert is such a weird, I was thinking about that when I was watching the movie, I was like, how did he become a thing? Like in, the 80s and 90s he had this you know it's not like he was like opening big theatrical movies other than like you know the first highlander and like the first mortal Kombat. i guess were probably like the biggest things he was in but but he had this like steady career of low budget straight to video kind of action movies and thrillers and stuff and he's just kind of weird because he's got this like heavy french accent i think it's french but yeah (laughs) anyway uh then i watched a couple westerns I watched, yeah, I watched a spaghetti Western called, uh, it's called like Menaja, but also known as a man called Blade. It's an Italian one, of course, Sergio Martino, who's a director I've watched. I've watched some of his like Giallo movies and, uh, uh, some of his like Euro crime type movies, but I hadn't, hadn't seen a Western by him. This one's pretty fun. It's, uh, Maurizio Merli in the main role. He's, uh, kind of a bounty hunter, but... He uses guns, but he prefers to use this like tomahawk that he has, and he throws that at guys and <laughs> nice. sticks in their chest like and it. stuff. So that was pretty fun. It has like a pretty, you know, common sort of setup, but there are some twists that I didn't see coming in this. So that was kind of fun. Um, decently violent. Uh, yeah, it was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, worth a watch. Also on Tubi for anyone who might feel like a spaghetti western. Um, and then I watched another Western, this is like a black exploitation Western, uh, called boss N word. Okay. That is the name of the film. Um, and this is Fred Williamson. Who's was in a ton of great black exploitation movies. Him and his buddy are bounty hunters and they go around hunting down white criminals and they, they kind of really get off on catching these white guys and stuff. Yeah. Um, and they don't, they don't, they just like kill them too. They, they don't even like try to take them alive sort of thing. Right. They hear about this guy who's got this gang and they want to take him down cause he's worth a whole bunch of money and he kind of has sway over this town 
And so they, they go to the town. There's no sheriff in, in, there anymore because I think the gang killed him or whatever. And they decide they're going to be the new sheriff and deputy of this town. Mm-hmm. They just name themselves that. The town don't want doesn't want their help. And they're like all these uppity white people. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun because uh, like they spend a lot of the movie just basically fucking with the people of the town. Nice. Um, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, and of course, they're going after this gang. The mayor like hates them. And of course, everyone is calling them the N word and stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, and they just like fuck with them. And like they 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 say like there's a scene where his deputy who's played by Derval Derval Martin he's really funny he like uh he's like good day ma'am mr and madam as these white people go by on the street and they don't reply to him so then he like arrests them he's like you broke one of our laws <laughs> and he like <laughs> throws them in the cell and they have to pay a fine to get out and nice. stuff <laughs> and he just keeps doing that to people they arrest the bank uh, manager at one point cause, for breaking one of their laws oh they like had put up a a bounty poster like out in front of his bank and he like tore it down so he's like oh you're under arrest <laughs> and it's just like fucking with them all the time and stuff it's pretty fun um they also help out this like there's like this mexican community nearby that they're kind of helping out um and yeah and of course the gang is you know suitable scumbags and stuff and yeah so they get into the, the war with them and all that so yeah i had a lot of fun with that as well uh last thing i'll mention is i i re-watched a movie i hadn't seen I think I rented it on my seventh or eighth birthday, a movie called Daryl. Okay. This is a movie about um, this kid. Uh, he is sort of found and kind of gets adopted by these this couple. And one Michael, Michael McKean is the, the dad in this case, and uh, Mary Beth Hurt is the wife. Um, they adopt him. They don't know where he came from. He has amnesia. And he's like, he's like this great kid. He's kind of weird and he's really smart. Uh, he's got the, he's got a friend in the neighborhood named turtle. Who's fucking hilarious. And just like swears and calls his sister a hooker and all this stuff. <laughs> okay. You know, there's a kid's, it's a kid's yeah. movie, but in the eighties way where they are dirty mouthed and everything. Um, it's so the thing is that he is a robot created by the government. Um, but he like, you know, it's one of those classic, the, is he a human is he a robot he's got feel he's developing feelings and um learning different stuff about how to be human um so this kid is a robot yeah he's a robot daryl oh. d-a-r-y-l i can't remember what it stands for it's like diagnostic android you know robotic yeah. whatever some stupid thing right yeah um it, it's a fun movie it's a good kids movie i like these this era of kids movies because like they didn't sort of gloss over stuff and they right they kind of talk to kids like uh, like adults they didn't try yeah. to like dumb things down for them and whatever uh, of course the government wants him back because he's this expensive right uh, project and he's meant to help with some sort of military shit and you know evil american military crap and he they get him back at one point he escapes in a stealth jet because he can fly it because he's a robot right uh yeah it's fun it's not amazing by any means Mm -hmm. but uh it was kind of fun to revisit that and and remember the the good times of watching that when i was like a a little kid i was basically like the same age it's the kid from um never ending story okay as well that's, that's in this so uh fun little movie but like i say you know nothing nothing's hmm. gonna blow your mind but okay cool what do you got for me james well uh i just been watching some tv i um i went i've been watching uh true detective but 
um, I was talking to John and he said, oh, maybe you should go back and watch the first one because there's there's there are some little connections. There's some like little connections. So so we went back and we're on episode like five or six oh, okay. or something. First season. So of the I first mean, season. first season is, is the best still. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it's great. Like not what I was expecting yeah. at all. Um, to me, it's like mcconaughey in like the most mcconaughey thing you could possibly be in um just the way he talks oh yeah but then he goes from being like well you gotta remember like beforehand he was like mr romantic comedy pretty boy guy. right right totally uh which he's not in that that's for sure yeah yeah. instead he's like this like nihilistic like philosopher kind of cop yeah yeah so uh it's good it's really good uh quite enjoying that and then yeah just staying up with uh monsieur spade and that's about it i haven't really gotten into anything else yeah you've been watching that the hockey at all i have i have been starting to to pick up hockey again just because you know i gotta prepare for the playoffs yeah (laughs) right we're actually going this year we're we're going this year right barring some unforeseen (laughs) I haven't catastrophe. Honestly, I haven't watched hockey in years. Have you really not? Yeah. No. I've been on baseball for a long time. Right. And I just, I don't know. I think. Well, I mean, I I kind of, um, I certainly backed off of it for the last bunch of years. And I kind of, you know, watch American, you know, I watch American football and stuff. Right. Um, But, you know, I kept, I always kept tabs and, you know. Um, I'm definitely watching more this year than I have in a while. Right. <laughs> I mean, so I guess we're bandwagon, bandwagon fans. Yeah, which no. is fine. Whatever. <laughs> I don't really care. It's just been burned by these guys so many times. And I'm, it's not, so this year my, I'm managing my expectations. I'm going to be happy if then we make the playoffs, which we're going to do. Well, yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like, I still don't think they're going to. No, you, you can't allow yourself to think that. Like way. As, so, a Van, as a Vancouver Canucks fan, you cannot allow yourself. So this is like this is like classic thinking, right? It's if they're like uh, somewhere uh, in like eighth or ninth, or they're in a wild card spot. It's like, well, they're gonna find a way to like just get outside of the <laughs> the playoffs right? right that's typical right when win go on a go on a heater and win like 10 games in a row at the end of the season when it no longer matters yeah that kind of thing. exactly or they're gonna be like the best in the whole league they're gonna win the president's trophy and then they're gonna be out well i'm trying to remember have they won the president's trophy they before? did was it when back when we had like uh it Morris, was morrison and bertuzzi and it was Maslin and all those guys it was back when um, they met Boston. Oh, was that, that year we were president's yeah. trophy winners? Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I'm not, uh, I'm not holding my, I'm not crossing my fingers. I'm not holding my breath for any of that kind of thing. I know, but the, th- I'm going to th- be happy if they get in, <laughs> if they make the second round, that's fantastic. Um, I'm just, let's, uh, let's go from there. I look forward to the matchups. Cause like, I love the seven game series. I love oh, yeah. the storylines that develop mm-hmm. and especially the rivalries, against, the fights, especially the... against teams you fucking hate. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like yeah. Calgary or Edmonton. <laughs> I don't even have it in me to hate Calgary this year. They just, they're like a non entity, but Edmonton, oof. 
that's going to be something. Yeah, that that'll be fun. Well, Calgary they got rid of a lot of their shitty players, um, mm. like their scumbags. They but, still got Kadri. <laughs> well, they still have Kadri. That's anyway. True. This is probably a little too much hockey talk uh, for any, our action anyways. our action movie fans. <laughs> anyways, yeah, I, I'm watching a little bit. I'm trying to. So, um, but that's about it. Why don't we get to? Um, the most amazing action-packed <laughs> movie I think we've ever done. Absolutely, as, as our two hundred and fiftieth movie to go to be reviewed as go yeah, on the list to go on the list and like what a treat. Okay, <laughs> yeah, what a choice you made. <laughs> we got two thousand sevens Transformers. Let's hear a trailer. Got a little surprise for you, son. No, 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 Dad. Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I am. You're not getting a Porsche. <laughs> Let me tell you something, son. A driver don't pick the cars. Mm-mm. Cars pick the driver. It's a mystical bond between man and machine. So 2007 Transformers, uh, Michael Bay, uh, we got a, an ancient struggle between two Cybertron races, the heroic Autobots and the evil Decepticons comes to Earth with a clue to the ultimate power held by a teenager. Oh, hell yeah. All right, so we got we got the Bay, Michael Bay back. You know, I was thinking, man, we've done a lot of Michael Bay movies at this point. That's true. I was thinking that when I picked this, <laughs> I'm like, fuck. For a guy that none of us, you know, a spouse to like very much. I don't uh, like him. <laughs> we've done a lot. I mean, what movie do uh, probably Bad Boys One is probably the one that I've ranked the highest because I didn't like Ambulance. I like The Rock. I think The Rock is a lot of fun. The Rock's fun. It's uh, the problem with Michael Bay is his movies are too fucking long. Anyways, I mean, you picked this motherfucker. (laughs) I know. I didn't look at the runtime, and then I'm like, I know the runtime is going to be over two hours, and of course it is. (laughs) All right, we got the LaBeouf. Shia, you're we, on fire. We got Fox. Megan. We got Tyrese. Tyrese is in this thing. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, Josh Demel. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Anderson. John Voight. John Turturro. John, John Voight, yeah. Kevin Dunn. Yeah, there's a ton of people in this. There's a lot of people. A lot of people in this. Dustin, please tell me, what is your relationship with 
with Transformers. Well, Transformers the movie, but you know, we let's go into as your an, relationship as an IP. As an IP. Yeah, well, yeah. So I loved Transformers as a kid, the original cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was right at the right age when that hit. Um, it wasn't. I didn't have a lot of Transformer toys or anything because they were kind of like expensive compared to other toys. I think. Uh, you know. Yeah, but Andy had them all. Uh, Andy didn't have a lot of Transformers, but other kids had them, and you know, you'd get to play with some here and there. I don't think I ever had like Optimus Prime or anything, but I remember two or three other kids I knew had it. So you get to kind of. I remember neighbors' kids play with it. Had yeah. Optimus Prime, and um, it was fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, just iconic that toy and that that look of that character. Now, like, was Transformers uh, a cartoon first then a toy or comic book well it was one of those I think it's one of those situations well Transformers specifically was a Japanese cartoon I can't I can't think of now what it was called in Japan it was a different thing that they brought over here right Um, and it was a toy and a cartoon there and so um, they brought it over and they adapted it to be an American thing. So, you know, they changed character names and stuff like that and, um, developed their own episodes and whatever afterwards. But yeah, it was was a Takara company thing there. Um, and it it carried on there as well for many years and different iterations of it and stuff. Right. Um, which is when you look at it, you can kind of see that anime influence early. Like it's very sloppy in the American, Right. cartoon because you know people weren't spending a ton of money on animation and for kids at that time and these things were commercials to sell toys right to mm-hmm. kids basically but i uh, loved the original cartoon loved the original animated movie a lot i still i watched i think i rewatched it like one or two years back i have it on dvd uh i think it's a really fun movie i don't even think if you you don't even necessarily need to know much about transformers to enjoy that movie i don't think i don't think i've ever watched it it's fun man um, I know the soundtrack is awesome. Yeah, soundtrack is great. You got the touch in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a Weird Al track on that movie. Um, but yeah, so Michael Bay's Transformers. Um, I don't think I was like negative from the get go when it, when you we heard about it coming out and everything. I was like, okay, cool, live action Transformers movie could be fun. I went and saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Fucking hated it. <laughs> uh, yeah. One of the only times I remember going out for a cigarette during a movie and I smoked back then. And I were like, well, I don't give a shit what's going on here so I can go and have a smoke and then come back and whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I remember you specifically saying that you saw it in the theater and people clapped at the end. Yeah. So this is 2007. So this is the time, uh, you know, not married yet, don't have kids. Like uh, my wife and I used to go to like, Pretty much every fucking movie yeah. that came out. Any big thing that came out, yeah. And we would always go like either opening night or opening weekend for sure. Uh, it was not uncommon for us to go to like three movies in a week sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to um, so many fucking movies. So many movies. Loved going to the movies. And this was one of those movies where... You know, I didn't really grow up with Transformers. Uh, I had like GoBots, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, had, I think I probably had more GoBots than Transformers too. But you know, I didn't really know. Like, I knew enough, right? You know enough about Transformers to know kind of yeah, what's going the basics. On. Yeah. Um, but you know, not a super fan, nothing like that. But you know, I was excited to watch it. Didn't know what to expect uh, at the time. 
I, you know, I wasn't really like Michael Bay. I was like, you know, I didn't really piece it together like Michael Bay mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. Um, packed fucking theater. And the whole movie, I'm just like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> like, and then it, it was, it's one of those times, you know, there's things that happen in your childhood and in your life that like, um, like it triggers something where it's like, it's like in the movie Inside Out, you know, it's a core memory, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. It fucking triggers a core memory, okay? Yeah. And Transformers, going to see this in the theater and fucking people clapping and standing up and being like, woo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a core memory a of me, pleaser. but like, I fucking hate these people. <laughs> You're right? everything that's wrong with society. <laughs> <laughs> it is very much of a time where it's like, you know... Uh, oh, you like that band? You're a fucking loser and I'm not going to be friends with I can't talk to you, right? It was very much right. of that time. It's the most important things. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, people say, oh, they love they love Transformers now. I'm like, okay. Is it because Megan Fox is in it? Yeah, she's fucking hot. <laughs> like, that was usually what the response I would get from people when they would say... Oh, I mean, I, really, they were there for Shyak. Let's not, let's not fucking fool ourselves. Yeah, fuck. He just loves getting beat up at bars. <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay, so uh, let's get into it a little bit here. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm one of those weird people... I mean, I know people, like, hate Shia LaBeouf. Uh I've never had a problem with him. I don't have a problem with him, actually. I think he's a good actor. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I think he's, you know, outside of filmmaking in real life, he's got a lot of problems. Yeah, a lot sure. of issues, apparently, you know, seems pretty messed up. Right. Um, I think... But he, I like... Uh, there's a lot of movies where I've actually been like, hey, he was really good in this. Like, yeah. Uh, did you ever watch Fury, that no. like, tank movie? He's really, I, I he's really good it. in that. Um, there's a movie called American Honey from a handful of years back that I thought he was excellent in. There's a bunch of stuff where I'm like, you know what? He's pretty good. I think if he's cast in the right role, like he's a good actor. Yeah. Like he can act. Yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't have a problem with him. Yeah. Um, I think he, a lot of people just were annoyed by him. Cause he was, he was just one of those, I don't know, whatever, you know, like the new young, whatever comes up actor. And just for whatever reason, there's a lot of people that are like, this fuck this guy. I hate this guy. Whatever. Uh, he wasn't one of those people for me. And I have, there are people like that for me where I just, you know, have an irrational dislike of them immediately or whatever. Right. But for whatever reason, he wasn't one of them. Megan Fox. Yeah. She was maybe a little bit more where I was like, I don't care for this person. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I like her in Jennifer's body, but that's about the only movie I can think of that I enjoyed her in. I, I think it was just like, I don't really know. I'm I'm trying to remember, like, I'm trying to remember what my initial thoughts were versus, like, what my thoughts are now. Right. But I, but I think they're pretty similar. It, it was, she can't act. Mm-hmm. I, I found she can't act. And, like, she's just playing that bimbo girl in a yeah, movie. Yeah, I mean, I think they try to, like... She's not that in this movie, but, uh, and, and maybe this is totally unfair, 
but that's just how she comes off to me. So even when they're trying to be like, oh, no, no, she's like good at mechanics and she can fight back and she's part of the, the thing and she's she leaves her loser football boyfriend or whatever, who, by the way, reminded me so much of Luke from the OC. <laughs> oh, yeah. This. Um, except that like the way that it's written because it's Bay and stuff like they it, it's just not authentic. It, does, it doesn't feel real. Right. No, like it's not real. She like. He called, he's like, you know, get in the passenger seat, babes, or whatever. And she's like, I am so not your babes. And then, like, walks away from him. And I'm like, oh, but up till now, you were just like, it, like, it doesn't make any fucking logical sense the way that it plays out on screen. But the one thing I do got to give to Bay, and I don't know how to say this, he, he manages to fit so much information into every shot that he does and the way that he fucking splices these things together like I don't like what I'm watching but I have to at least give him credit for like telling a lot of things to you visually really fast um you're gonna have to give me an example because yeah. I, I feel like he doesn't do a very good job <laughs> well I mean he does a good job in the sense that there's a lot of what I'm saying is there's a lot of information packed in but what doesn't work is that I, I don't care for that information exactly. that he's giving me. <laughs> is it useful information? Like one of the things that stands out is this whole interaction where it's revealed that Megan Fox uh, is a convict and her dad. Oh, she's a juvie. She's a juvie right, yeah, and all this stuff. She's got a pass. And you have this stupid interaction where Shia LaBeouf is upset at her. And then also is like, yeah, you got to wipe her record clean forever. It, it Wait, brings... Was, was he upset at her in that scene? Yeah. He, he is upset at her uh, for a second because she's like, oh, well, like you weren't supposed to hear that. And then he makes some stupid comment to her. Okay. Because she's lying to him or some crap like that. And it's just nobody gives a fuck. And it doesn't need to be in. Well, that's that's that you just hit the nail on the head because all of this stuff in this story and whatever, like it's really hard to give a fuck about any of it. Yeah. And, you know, when you think about and again, this is, you know, my bias from, you know, but like you go back and watch movies from the 80s and 90s. There's like the characters have a charm to them and you like them almost right away because of the way that they're presented. And, and whereas with Bay, it's like everything is so bloated and he's trying to do so much at once that he hasn't taken the time to first make you even like these people before he just throws all this shit at you. Um, I mean, I guess he's trying here with some of this early comedic stuff. Uh, I do have to admit I laughed with the Bernie Mac. I forgot Bernie Mac is the oh, used car salesman. I totally laughed. I laughed at him. I thought but he that's was really funny. It's Bernie Mac. Yeah. Um, that stuff was pretty funny stuff just his weird laugh that he would yeah. do he's like <laughs> whatever I, don't, I can't do it but he, it was really good um and it's just like why is bernie mac in this movie for one fucking scene but there's just so much going on and it's like he can't he can't make a movie that's like a stripped down simple thing like he can't i don't think it's possible for him no i think zach snyder's like another guy like that where it's just like more is more more is always more bigger is better like that's the thing with bay bigger is better bigger explosions bigger action bigger but i'm watching everything. this thing and i'm like okay if you stuck with 
you got Shia LaBeouf. He's in high school. He's this awkward kid. That's a great starting point. Let's stick with him and his interactions with these Transformers as he discovers this. And it's like a magical, you know, that was another thing about 80s movies. Like the kid, this is a magical discovery for this kid, this adventure they find themselves falling into mm-hmm. and these th- crazy things that happen to them. That's good stuff that you can focus on. But instead, Bay's got to also have like, let's have this huge storyline involving these fucking army guys in the Middle East and like, you know, yeah, that gen- doesn't matter. I mean, we could t- completely lose those guys 100%. from this fucking movie. And there's like so much time spent with that stuff. That's a huge chunk of this film that you can just chop right there. Take it out. Yeah. Like we don't need it. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's the whole, the whole storyline with that, uh, the female scientist or whatever yeah the hacker the hacker girl yeah uh i mean i do like anthony anthony anderson i do like him um but like there's no real point no it's just another subplot to throw in and he's like we're gonna have like 80 characters in this fucking thing we're gonna have all these different things going on and then eventually those characters just fade yeah and they just kind of disappear right but also there's also like Let's have all these government characters and officials and the things that they're doing, the machinations and them trying to figure out what's going on with this alien thread and and John Voight's fucking character and all this stuff. And it's like, again, like, I don't give a fuck yeah. about any of this stuff. I So what I probably would have done is I probably would have had um, Shia LaBeouf is interested in a Megan Fox style person. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Megan Fox style person, but his neighbor, <laughs> his neighbor, who is not the classic, you know, Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, she's always like working on her car with her dad or whatever, and she's always she's interested in Shia LaBeouf all the time, and he's always brushing her off because he's interested in right, right, Megan Fox, yeah. Now she is like a nerdy girl who's actually more yeah. suited to him or something. And so then she ev- she eventually ends up helping him because, you know, all but that's this not a Bay fantasy. A Bay fantasy it's is not. you get the sweet fucking car, you get the sweet fucking I know. babe, you save the fucking day. <laughs> like, I know it's so American. Yeah. Like it's too American. Almost. I mean, the way that he shoots the military shit, like after they have that huge fight with one of the Decepticon scorpion robot things out in the desert and like the helicopter fucking shells it and all that stuff or the bomb or the planes, whatever. Um, we got Josh Demel and Tyrese. I like, actually kind of like Josh Demel in this. Like he's very likable, especially considering like he doesn't actually have much on the page here to develop him at an, in any way. Right. But he's kind of naturally charming. So that works for him. Although like, I would still chop out all these guys for sure. Um, after, you know, they, he has that scene, then he's got, he's got the slow motion, the chopper is landing cause the, they've got a guy that's hurt and there's the slow motion of them waving the arms and the score swells up. Like he, the way that he shoots like all the military shit I stuff know. is like, I know. It's, it's, so it's all, epic. it's all his movies. It's like Armageddon and all this, all these movies. It's got this stuff. Um, and it's just like, I don't know. He puts like such crazy import into that stuff. Um, and it happens more than once in this movie that kind of you know chest swelling flag waving kind of it's too much and i agree all the military stuff uh, in the middle east all that stuff cut 
a hundred percent cut. What, like, what the fuck do we need that stuff for? Um, I found it funny in a, um, you know, when we get the sector seven division seven, whatever the fuck they are. Oh yeah. John uh, Turturro. Yeah. I mean, and, John Turturro is always great. And, and, and I find it funny cause it's like, we've entered a men in black kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's like, like we've never heard of that and, and you never will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I find that kind of funny, but it's also, um, I don't necessarily have a problem with all of that kind of stuff. It's just, there's too much, there's too much cast. There's too many people. Yeah, there's I mean, too many. If you lost some of the other stuff, maybe then you wouldn't mind that. But like I said, like if you, like okay so this is a f- ostensibly a transformers movie right and we have what we got four or five autobots we got optimus bumblebee mm-hmm. uh i think jazz is one of them yeah jazz dies. and ironhide maybe is the other one um oh jazz dies he's got one line in the movie when he like the when shy's character meets them all in that alley or whatever yeah where he for some reason talks in ebonics uh, <laughs> This is a Michael Bay movie. Um, well, okay. So like when at the end, when Optimus Prime is like, we lost a great one, you know, jazz. And, and I'm like, just like, I'm like, who died? Who? What? He, he <laughs> just like brushes over it. Like, yeah, yeah we lost jazz. But hey, we're going to unite with the Earthlings and we're going to mm-hmm. be a good partnership. But they don't put work into making you like these Transformer characters. Like, we spend so much time with, with Shia, which is necessary. And the aren't, but then army guys and government guys and hacker people and all this shit. And I'm like, well, what about developing the Transformers as characters? They're not just fucking robots that turn into cars. 100% They're agree. characters, right? Like, uh, okay... Optimus, he's a leader, and that's what we know about him in the movie, and he's very leaderly. And, like, okay, I'm, I'm glad they got uh, Peter Cullen uh, to do the voice, which is the guy that did the original original voice right. of Optimus Prime. So that's great. But why, why do we not spend time with Shia hanging out with these robots and getting to know them? Like, Bumblebee is probably the one that has the most personality out of them. Uh... I guess I don't and I don't really like Bumblebee (laughs) he's just annoying he's like an annoying (laughs) I just find it like they're trying to be cute with it and I get it um but I just don't find it's really for me it's not really hitting Mm -hmm. and it 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 which is fine like maybe younger people at the time whatever they liked that I mean I was younger yeah but you weren't young young like you weren't a teenager or kid no I wasn't a teenager you're right um, but I just, I don't, I don't know. It, you're right in the sense of like these transformers have no personality. I found myself I mean, very basic. I found myself thinking where Optimus Prime is like, we need to, you know, like protect the humans because it's not their fault and all this stuff. And, and I'm like, uh, I don't know about this. <laughs> like, let us get wiped out, man. <laughs> well, I'm just kind of like, you're jumping to huge conclusions here. Like, you haven't been here very long. Like, Bumblebee sent a message and then you came, and uh-huh. it's kind of like 
you don't know what the fuck's happening here. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, I think that's just to be like, oh, what a good guy. He likes humans. Um, and then, like, Ironhide, he's the mean one, and he's like, let's just kill them or whatever. And then Jazz is the one who talks like a black guy like, or, or a stereotypical black character from a movie talks. Right. Um, so I, there's just nothing there, and it's like we could have spent time with that. And they have, they have that scene where they're trying to be really funny where – they're hiding in the yard and his parents are, you know, just about to discover. Them I hate and- that scene <laughs> so much <laughs> yeah. because you have to lay this whole, this groundwork about how his dad is making the yard look. Oh, nice there's all the stuff and- at the yard. Okay. So that was an example I was going to say of like information in a scene where the cuts that he uses, I, I, I got to give it to, to him for the editing stuff. I mean, I don't know if he edits his own movies. I doubt it. But somebody takes this raw fucking footage that he must shoot hundreds and hundreds of hours of and splices it into this Bay style thing where it's like the dad is obsessed with his lawn. And we learn that in like five seconds. But he, he manages to convey that all really quickly, uh, that stuff. But then it's like, well, who cares, though? Like, <laughs> like. It's just so you can have this funny scene where the Transformers come and like. But step, I don't find it. I don't really find it funny though. No, it's not funny. That that's the thing. Yeah. Like. Like. <laughs> Michael Bay's version of reality is like a. It's just a stereotype. Like all of this yes, stuff. Yes, yeah is like an American stereotype that's not real, mm-hmm. but it's just like exaggerated so much. Yeah, and as everyone's going to recognize these th- things and, and be like, oh, yeah, uh, that's something relatable. But nothing, yeah, like you're saying, like nothing is a real thing. <laughs> it's all like this. No, but it's like, it's also like he's exaggerating things that like uh, me personally, I don't like. mm Right, it's not like I'm like yeah, fuck yeah, like I love this military shit. You didn't want, you didn't like the conversation about whether or not Shia's masturbating in this room. It's a very odd thing to put in it's the movie. It's a really weird thing, isn't it? Yeah, there's a few things like that. We'll call it your happy movie. time. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. I was like, oh man, these are weird jokes for a movie that's you know kind of a kids movie. Also, like. How like I just don't get how they're hiding in the backyard and the parents can't yeah. find like they're like huge they're huge oh there's an earthquake <laughs> they're like crouched behind a bush <laughs> like it's so ridiculous it's so ridiculous but anyway I still think you needed to focus more on that stuff and the Transformers themselves and Shia and his relationship with Bumblebee and all that shit so that we actually care about the transformers when we get into these battle these giant battle scenes because then those things are just like these monotonous mechanical yeah loud vi- like what's ha- like why well, there's so much stuff happening but i also don't give a shit about any of it kind of thing mhm just um, in the few things that megatron said it makes sense to me <laughs> yeah you're on megatron side. well well because it's like you can understand he's been like frozen, right? You guys heard this Megatron? He's making a lot of sense. <laughs> you can understand because to him, like he comes from some other planet that was destroyed and all this shit, right? Like he's just like the fucking galaxy's huge. Like this is just Yeah, these are just who, who gives a shit about these little Yeah, things. who gives a shit about these people? Mm-hmm. Like this is just another planet <laughs> and like fuck them. 
Right? Like, hey. Mm-hmm. You can understand that point of view because when it comes to like a villain, it's very simple. You don't have, the, it's not complicated. Yeah, right? but at the same time, I'm like, I don't even really understand what the point of anything is. Like, okay, they're all after the all spark, which is this fucking cube. Unatanium? Unobtainium. <laughs> the all spark? I don't even remember what it's supposed to do. I, I don't it it turns things into other things, into transformers. Right. Great. What do you need more transformers for? So it's like um, they, they want to repopulate. Oh, because, the, yeah, they've, right. been, they've been hit so hard by their own war that they started with, on Cybertron. <laughs> exactly. So they want to repopulate and recreate their planet. So to do that is they need is this. Is that really what this is about? Yeah, he wants to create a, a new world with. Okay. That's why he needs this cube that, like. I, I don't understand that, the cube. That Shia LaBeouf's great, great, whatever grandfather Touched saw her, like, with his glasses. And the now, whole glass the, thing is like. <laughs> the glasses, it's in, the information is imprinted on his broken glasses. Okay. He's trying to sell on eBay on sexy guy, whatever his name is on eBay. Okay. The whole glasses thing. It was like, okay, this is going to be our through line of how he's, we're going to find the cube. No, that's not mm-hmm. how it's going to happen. They're going to go because of the Sector 7 guy um, or Division 7 or whatever is he's going to bring them to where Megatron is and then they're going to talk about the cube and then he's going to say, oh, I know where the cube is. The cube is here. Right. We got the cube. So it doesn't even fucking matter. <laughs> yeah. The glasses don't matter. No. The, everyone needs the glasses. But I guess we're supposed to think like the Autobots don't know where the, the AllSpark is. And so they need the glasses and whatever. Honestly, what I'm getting. It's all just, it's all just like a bunch of shit that. The Autobots don't waste care. time until you get to the fight scenes kind of thing. The Autobots don't give a fuck about the AllSpark. All they care about is stopping Megatron. Right, they just want Megatron to have it because he's going to make more evil robots. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. What I do know is that once we get into these, I mean, they're technically impressive, these visual scenes. And this is a, this is a what, 16-year-old movie or something at this point? Um, pretty impressive visually still. Yeah. Um, well, it definitely stands up. Yeah, it's just that I I don't actually care about these sequences. Like, yeah, you know, it seems like it should be more fun than it is. Like the stuff, the car chase stuff with Bumblebee. Um, you know, they're getting pursued by the the evil cop car robot and all that stuff. I like I did like that the evil cop car instead of to protect and serve, it said something about like to destroy and kill or some right. shit like that right. on the side of it. Um, it just never seems like it's as fun as it should be. Like the idea of watching giant robots fight. Oh, hey, on paper that sounds fucking great. I'm a dumb guy. I want to watch giant robots fight. Yeah. Um, but then when I see them and like, you know, the the Decepticons look like the, I don't know, a personification of a tribal tattoo or something when they right. turn into robots. I'm always kind of confused too about like, you know, when they go from being a car to being a robot. 
they're like four times as big as a robot as they were as a car. They're like huge. They're fucking massive. And I'm like, I don't understand. Where were all these parts? I guess that's nitpicking, but. Well, yeah. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but it's the same thing of like that cube was like the height of like a hundred story building. And then it went down to. Right. Or Megatron on the original cartoon was the same size as all the other robots, but he would turn into a handgun that one of the other Decepticons could hold in his hands and shoot at people. That sounds (laughs) so. That didn't make any sense either. But, um, yeah, I don't know. So, Uh, yeah, when they you get into these action sequences, we got the government is General John Turturro's character is chasing them. He's like a complete asshole, you know, as typical. Yeah. But I'm never really sure, like, how, what are you supposed to think of him? Because he's like, oh, he's supposed to be kind of funny. He's technically a good guy, but, like, he's a dick, so you don't like him. And they have this whole scene where, like, oh, the Autobots rescue the kids from this sh- shitty government people. But then they immediately get them back from the Autobots. <laughs> I was like, what was the point of even rescuing them? This is like, oh, let's get them right back. It's... They're trying to create all this conflict, and the problem is it's all this artificial conflict that nobody gives a fuck about, and they're, they have all these action sequences that are supposed to make up for the lack of a like plot. Well, there's tons of plot. It's just that I don't care about any of it. <laughs> the problem is, is any plot that they have, they quickly... like. Yeah, oh, this storyline dies, this storyline dies, this storyline dies. Mm-hmm. But we're it, also bouncing between them all so quickly that it's like, what? what's happening? Like, what's, Yeah, it just fades off. Yeah, and then like you're saying, like certain characters, after a point, we just don't see them again. They're non-factors. Yeah. Like we have, oh, oh we haven't even talked about the little fucking robots that are like gremlins right. that make right. little gremlin noises and stuff when they're... I think they have one in a box that's like, yeah. <laughs> he shoots little bullets and stuff. Um, there's like a scene where like John Void and a bunch of the government people and the hackers are like under siege by a bunch of those little robots. And Anthony Anderson is on some shitty computer trying to call in the air force to show up and help. And, and he just gets to scream lines like, Oh, it's it's almost going through. Like the air, we're gonna, you know, their air force are gonna come, and like I'm like, oh my god, this is so fucking stupid and bad, and I don't care. Why do I care about John Voight's character? He's just like faceless government guy. He has no. Uh, he's the Secretary of Defense. Okay, cool. He has no <laughs> attributes as a character in the movie. I Even know. in something like Armageddon, like Billy Bob Thornton character, like they had personalities. Um, this is just like, he doesn't, we don't even know. We have no read on this guy. Is he a good guy? Is he one of, is he like a sort of shady government guy? Like John Turturro? Is he? No, he's he's a good guy. He's just a guy. He's a good guy. Like, I guess. Okay. So what I get from this movie is all government officials are great guys. Okay. The only (laughs) bad guys are the Decepticons. That's it. I guess. Well, but John Turturro is not m- painted to necessarily be a great guy in his whole like organization. And there's like John Void is a mad at them because, you know, that other government guy shows up and he's like, yeah, we've been keeping this secret. It was 
classified as above top secret. <laughs> oh, even above top secret? Like top top secret? Holy shit. Super de duper de top secret? <laughs> yeah, this is this is the real stuff. Um, and, you know, Vo- Voight's mad. Like, Why you didn't think we would... Army needed to know about blah, blah. Then we get them bringing the army guys back that have fought the Decepticon in the desert. And for some reason, they're, they're privy to all this these meetings and information and and then they're like yeah bring the kid to bumblebee like there was that whole thing where yeah, John yeah. Turturro was like no we can't do that and and then the military guys are like no no we're with the kid we're with shy you like you got to bring him to bumblebee but why are they with him they like what information did they get out of that situation just, where they were like this is the right side they got a gut feeling they got a gut feeling you, you don't fuck with these guys man they know <laughs> shit um it's just a fucking mess and a bunch of shit i don't even ugh, i don't even know what it's, to talk about it's tiring is what it is honestly i mean so it's like 2 hours 24 minutes it's way too long. There's way too much. Like I understand, he gets a lot. I don't of, think they get any shorter after this either. In the no, in the don't. seven movie series. It. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Have you watched any of the other ones? Yeah, I don't know why, because like I'm like like <laughs> you're a completist. Yeah, well, fuck. I mean, so there was a time when I would watch like almost every big movie that was even vaguely of interest. Right. So, yeah, I watched, like, I think two, three, and four, not in the theater. Right. Probably illegally downloaded them <laughs> when they came out. And for some reason, I watched, like, the first four of these things. And um, I don't think they get better. I think, if anything, they get worse. I mean, I think I think people maybe, uh, I don't know, don't quote me on this. I think maybe people think the second one is the best one. I can't remember mm, okay. any details. Like, I was looking at them last night and being like, oh, yeah, okay, Josh Demel and Tyrese are in, like, two or three more of them. Uh, I think Shia's only in the second one, and then he fucks off. Um, John Turturro is in most of them still. Uh, like, you lose Shia. I mean, what do you got left here? I mean, uh, I think Wahlberg comes in on the fourth one, maybe, and he's in the fourth and fifth. And so, like... Like, what's even the plot line in the... I can I could not fucking tell you. These things are just one big blob of shit to me. Like right. Which by what I mean is like it's just a haze. Like I don't remember anything about any of these movies and I don't want to. <laughs> like the only one that I will say the Bumblebee movie that was like I think it's like a prequel kind of. Right. It's all right. It's not too bad. Really. And that's not Bay, I don't think doing that one. Hmm. Um I remember thinking that one was okay. It has John Cena in it, and that okay. Haley Steinfeld is in it, and it's it's all right. It's not great, but it's all right. It's mm-hmm. it's much better than all these other ones. I haven't seen the the newest one either, and I'm not have no interest. But I, I don't know. I mean, I, I clearly these things have their fans because they're still making them. Oh, people. When love one just came movies. out this past summer, and I think it was in the top ten, you know, biggest earners of the summer. What? Yeah, I mean, maybe towards the end of the list. But there was a was Transformers movie? There. Yeah, Rise of the Beasts or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's still... Uh, well, yeah, Rise of the Beasts, yeah. I kind of want to watch that. You do? This is the one now where they bring in... It's like Beast Wars or... Yeah, the Beast Wars 
I loved know, watching Beast Wars. Okay, so that was more your era, right? Yeah. Like by the time those that was like the next gen kind of, of yeah. Transformers. That was like the early CG cartoon yeah. stuff. Uh I think Optimus Prime is like a fucking gorilla on there and I can't remember what. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I liked watching Beast Wars, so Right, and I was like, I'm dipped at this point, right? Yeah, this fuck It's fucking like, stupid. Robots Gorillas? are animals. <laughs> animals aren't robots. <laughs> yeah. What kind of fucking bullshit is this? <laughs> Optimus is in a truck? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> right. But obviously, like, yeah, there's a whole generation of kids that that was their Transformers, right? So yeah. now they're now they're hitting up that stuff for the yeah. the newer movies. Um Let's get into some of the action sequences, I guess. Like, um, I mean, they don't stick out in my mind. It's all just one big blob. Well, okay, so especially when the Autobots and the Decepticons, like, start fighting in the street, wherever they are. They're in L. Oh, no, they're in Vegas. Is that where they are? I don't even fucking know. Couldn't tell you. Well, aren't they at the Hoover Dam? Oh, maybe... Or maybe they're in LA. I don't know, but um, I can't tell what's going on. It's just it's just machines smashing machines. each other. Yeah, and I mean, when when you're while you're watching it, you're like, oh, that looks impressive, but it doesn't like you don't absorb it. It doesn't stick in your brain, so you can't be like, oh yeah, that moment where the one robot, which I don't know which one it was rolls in a ball to avoid a missile or whatever and then he comes up and they uh, there's a part where optimus pulls out a fucking sword that was sweet oh yeah Um, right (laughs) okay other than optimus prime i can't really tell who all the other ones are no and that's the other thing like when you show it it shows megatron's face i could be like okay that's the make one that's supposed to be megatron even though it doesn't look like you know like the megatron i grew up with or anything it's just that he is at least has a bit of a distinct face design. Right. Optimus is obvious. He's, you know, the yeah. most iconic and Bumblebee is yellow. So that's easy. But like, Oh, I think one of the other ones is yellow too, though. Like the Ironhide one or one of the other ones is yellow in this right. fucking movie too. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it's just a bunch of metal crashing around. Right. Like I yeah. can't, I'm like, who's that guy? Oh, and they're like, Oh, so-and-so died. I'm like, Oh, he did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I pour mean, one out for jazz. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, you get that one part where Bumblebee pisses on, or he like no the dog like pisses on him. I know, but then he like shoots oil. Gotta throw that funny dog in there too. No, but he like Bumblebee pisses oil. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you remember the dog pissing and then the Bumblebee pissing on. <laughs> This shit. Uh, I, I, it's, I, it's. I wish you know. I wish we had somebody on who actually like loved, loved these movies, and they could give their perspective on like what what it is about it that is fun for them, or that they like about it. Because I think the first one is generally well liked, and you know, I was looking at other people I follow on Letterboxd, and yeah, most of them are generally positive uh, ratings for the movie. I think it's just it. It must just hit them at the right time i don't really know or they just love michael bay and they like his style of things yeah but i mean like i came up on michael bay too but i just i can't I just oof, I, I just can't get into it like yeah like i said like the rock i think is fun i like armageddon because i think it's armageddon hilarious. is fun even though it's fucking so stupid it's so dumb um, that's what makes it so fun 
and it's just like, but it's just like a barrage. You're getting hit with a constant barrage of numbing fucking action shit where it's like explode. Everything is exploding and cars are flying and buildings are crumbling. And it's like, that sounds theoretically awesome, but somehow it just isn't. And it's like, here's these soldier guys. They just are running around ineffectually shooting their machine guns for hours at these robots. And it doesn't do anything. So there's a scene where Josh Duhamel like somehow slides under one of them on his back. And then shoots it and it for some reason that works it kills it i don't know why in that situation that it was effective yeah i don't know like there were scenes with the military guys where i thought oh is it like uh they're kind of like gi joe-ish yeah. the way that they are um i don't know it's kind of weird because like ambulance which is you know an action movie um but a lot more basic and it's super stripped on. down yeah which right? is why I, I i preferred it to all his other research because it's basically you're in an ambulance yeah. right so i think it's just this movie is so big not just in the action and explosions and what's going on but just plot but story like, remember we watched like, bad boys 2 with nick too and he does the same thing in that movie. It's like way more bloated than it needs to be. There's like six subplots going on. There's like, there's just way too much shit that you don't need at all, which it doesn't make like having more stuff doesn't make the movie better, but that's his whole thing is he's just the maximalist, everything as big as it can be as much stuff, even throwing plots and like, let's have fucking 40 different characters in this movie we don't need we don't need them we don't want them like <laughs> oh so like the thing is is like michael bay he just directs he doesn't write the movies mm. so like i'm sure that he's producing to the level that he's kind of i'm sure rewriting he it in a sense while he's making it right? oh yeah i'm sure he has free reign to fucking do whatever mm. right he's like oh, i know it's not on the page but you know i can see it it's got to be in the movie right but I don't know, but this, I, I just so, don't know. So you brought up ambulance, but like, okay, so that movie didn't do that well when it came out. People didn't go see it. Because I, I would have thought like, oh yeah, a Michael Bay action movie, but people weren't like they weren't excited about that because it wasn't Transformers, I guess. Like, because people fucking still are paying to go see these Transformers movies for some reason, and I guess I thought that was part of it was that it was Michael Bay, but maybe it's just it was just that it was Transformers and like. So when he came out with another movie that was more like, this is more like a classic Michael Bay movie, like Bad Boys or The Rock or those kind of movies. People were like, yeah, I don't care about that. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Ambulance is like a classic. Well, I don't think it's an amazing movie. I mean, no, John no, loved it. No, I, I thought it was it was good. What I'm saying is I don't think it's like a classic Michael Bay movie. I think Michael Bay is like, uh, like a blockbuster popcorn, like yeah. But that, but if that movie had come out in the '90s, it would have been a blockbuster popcorn movie. Ambulance, yes, yeah. It's True. just that it's just that the playing field is very different in terms of what's a tentpole movie now, right? I don't know. Like watching Transformers, I can't help but think of Avatar. Oh yeah, and I can't help but think like, what am I missing with mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. movies? Yeah. Uh, like, and Cam- James Cameron, I respect way more than I respect Michael Bay, but 
but still, I don't understand Avatar at all. I don't get it at all. Like, I just, I don't know what I'm missing. Like, I would love for someone to explain <laughs> yeah, to yeah. me. Well, you just got to do some DMT before you watch Avatar, James, and <laughs> yeah, you're right. going to love it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I haven't watched the second one yet, so. <laughs> oh, man. Well, John's not on here anymore, so probably at some point we should no. fucking do it. You're like, no, no. Like five hours. You to watch? You're the guy that just for our 250th action film on the list, you chose transformers. I know what because pos- what possessed you. <laughs> okay. So I thought I was trying to think of a movie. You picked death wish three, which was the previous episode. And I'm like, okay, well I can't pick like a eighties. Right. It's gotta be something different. Yeah. It's gotta be something different. A lot of people love transformers. Oh yeah. And Probably get our most downloads in a while yeah, for and then this thing. Everyone will listen and be like, what the fuck? These, These guys assholes. suck. <laughs> One star. <laughs> um, washroom was clean, but never eat here again. One star. Um, I don't know. I just figured we're going to have to do it at some point. I guess. Yeah. I mean, we've avoided it till now. Uh, as long as we don't do the sequels, please. No sequels. I am never picking the sequels. Thank God. Unless Nick wants to get in there yeah. and now he's going to be Nick, tied to your the next trans- <laughs> Transformer movies. It's Transformers Dark of the Moon or whatever. <laughs> the f- Revenge of the Fallen. Right. Uh, Dark of the Moon is one of them. Okay. Age of Extinction. Okay. And The Last Night. I never saw that one. Uh, well, your Opt- Optimus looks weird in that one. Anyway, um, oh, yeah. If I never see another one of these things, and the thing is, if you hadn't picked this for this episode, I probably never would have watched this again in my entire life. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. So I honestly, <laughs> I honestly don't know why. Because like, I hate it. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's something to be said for talking about a movie you hate too, but this is one of those ones that's like frustrating. It's not it, like it's very frustrating. Like sometimes it's just really fun to talk about a shitty movie, and then other times it's like uh, I don't even know what to fucking well it, talk about how to break this crap down. I think the problem is yes, it's fun to talk about a shitty movie, but it's kind of difficult when it's a shitty movie that a lot of people love. Yeah, it's like, a popular, and they think it's a popular it's, fucking movie. They think it's great. Yeah. Right? Like, I, it's one of those things I just do not get. But you at least liked all the fake lens flares in, the, in this movie, right? Like, all these sun, sunrises streaming into the camera. And mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I loved things. it. Yeah. All, all the military glare. stuff I love. Yeah, that's, that is the best stuff yeah, in the yeah. movie. He fucking loves that stuff, man. He loves it. Gives it a very special treatment in his films. Um. Yeah, I mean, what else is there to say? So the end is, Shia's got to run the the cube up to the top of a building so he can hand it off to the army guys, because they're the good guys. Uh, even though we've seen this kind of shadowy stuff from some of this government stuff. Anyway, um, that doesn't work out because Megatron shows up and like makes the helicopter crash. And him and Optimus have a battle and Optimus is like, you got to stick. If I'm going to die, then stick the cube in my chest, you know, right. How you do. And, uh, and then it'll kill Optimus, but it'll allow him to defeat Megatron for some reason. Don't know why, whatever. It's just one of those because plot reasons. 
but then instead he opens it himself and like blasts Megatron with it. Is that what happens? Yeah. So the the end is so weak. <laughs> it's so bad because yeah, it it's like we don't know what's gonna happen. Megatron, um, or sorry, Optimus Prime is like, you know, I'll sacrifice myself, right? Right. So he's a good dude he like sticks that. it into Megatron, and then he just dies. Right. And it's so pathetic <laughs> because what I thought was going to happen is he sticks it into Megatron. Wouldn't Megatron become really powerful exactly. for at least a little while? You would think Megatron would be like, ooh, and then he'd come back, and then he'd be like, I'm so powerful. And then he like does a bunch of things. You have this epic battle, and then, and then he dies. And then it goes too far, and he uses too much energy, and right. then he dies. Okay, that makes a lot more sense, yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. But for him to just put it into Megatron, and then Megatron and he just, just dies. dies. So what was Optimus's plan? If he had put it into Optimus, he just would have died immediately then. Yeah. The Matrix, the AllSpark. They had to change it to the AllSpark because in the cartoon it was the Matrix. And then everyone would be confused if you called it the Matrix now in this movie. Um, would they? <laughs> at the time, probably, yes. Right. I mean, let's not give audiences any credit. They're pretty dumb, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, at least that's the attitude here, I think, from the filmmakers. But... Yeah, I mean, the, the ending doesn't really make sense. He just puts it in there, and it's kind of anticlimactic, and then he just dies, and then we have, like, the closing speech from Optimus going, like, oh, now we live on Earth with the Earthlings, and he's sending out more messages for more Autobots to come or something, because you got to replace the ones that died, I guess, in this movie, so you can have more in the second movie. And then we show them taking Megatron's lifeless, destroyed body and dumping it in the ocean, yeah. I don't know why that would be the best thing to do with it. It's because you don't want to recontain it somewhere in it, case it fucking reactivates. It's a robot. Because they say it's the deepest place and it they'll freeze and they'll be entrapped in like a, a frozen. Uh, okay. It's be like Jason at the bottom of Lake <laughs> Crystal Lake. <laughs> like whatever. Uh yeah. I don't remember how he comes back in the second one, nor do I care. I don't know. This is a fucking dud for me. Yeah, and I mean, while we're talking about it, I'm hating it more than I even gave it score my scores. For like, I got I got to like go in here and and change these a little. Bit. I feel bad because it's like I'm just a moron and I don't get it. Well, I like, don't think that's it, man. I mean, like so. Okay, so like when I was rewatching it, I was like, oh, maybe I'm not gonna hate this as much as I did the first time I watched it, because like the first ten, fifteen minutes, there was some amusing things. Some entertaining, just stupidness, mm-hmm. and and like I was kind of enjoying the the dumb Michael Bayness of it. Yeah. But then, it wears you the fuck out because it's just this bombastic shit for two and a half fucking hours, and the cuts, the quick cuts, and the zooming car, and the fucking music, and the dent 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 or whatever. <laughs> like yeah. and then yeah. like, <laughs> and we're racing over here, and this is and like. And it just fucking grinds you down, yeah. or at least that's how it affects me when I'm watching these things. Yeah, I mean that's the same, the same feeling I got. It's yeah. just a little too much. Well, why don't we just get to the ratings and end this fucking episode? All right, sounds good. All right. Uh, well, I gave plot a three, uh, kills uh, four, 
pacing three. It should be lower, actually. <laughs> actually, you're two. gonna lower that. Two uh, quotes, tropes, three, and my personal reaction is a two. Overall, two point eight. I really do not like this movie. Yeah, uh, I got a two on plot. I do not like the plot of this at all. Four on action and kills. Um, there is the occasional impressive moment and stuff and like like i say like technically speaking it's it's well done it's just not exciting to me yeah pacing i got at a four it's one of those weird things where it feels like the pace is always high because of the way that he cuts his movies together mm-hmm. it's always like danny we're doing the next thing and this is happening and blah but also you're somehow incredibly bored at the same time uh quotes and tropes i have at a two there's you know almost nothing funny except for bernie Mac in this yeah um and the tropes i i hate the way that Bay does the tropes and my reaction's a two so i also am a 2.8 um all right so 2.8 it sits by itself oh wow that doesn't happen very often these days at number 234 on our list 234 out of 250 movies yeah just down there so where is it in relation to avatar though (laughs) <laughs> that, that I'm curious about Let's see um, So it's right behind Bloodshot Oh yeah that Vin Diesel thing And right in front of No Holds Barred Oh what a tragic thing to happen No Holds Barred The all time classic <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Get him rip <laughs> Yeah Rip them. Rip them. <laughs> um, so this movie is 234. Avatar is 241. So we rated Avatar worse than this. That's kind of shocking to me. And I mean, I hate Avatar, but I think Avatar is probably better than this. I think. Uh, I think it's because Avatar is, there's not a lot of action. There's some action. Um, eh, I guess. I mean, I guess the story makes more sense. Avatar. Story makes more sense in Avatar. It's at least very straightforward. Yeah. yeah. Human bad. Um, blue people good. <laughs> human bad. Blue people good. Only human can help blue people because blue people can't help blue people. Yeah. Well, right? yeah, you got to have uh, human saviors. Yeah. It's a human savior story. <laughs> right okay we are both the cause of your destruction (laughs) and your salvation right all right well uh thank you for listening uh you can check us out on instagram action action podcast you can also find our list of 250 action movies ranked uh best to worst uh at on letterboxd at action action um, you can also join us on Patreon, uh, become a follower, become a patron. There's three, three tiers. Um, we got some bonus content. We got uh, 200 back episodes um, that you can listen to that are no longer out there. And uh, people seem to be upset about it. <laughs> uh, at least the Brits are. <laughs> was british you know um but yeah thanks for listening and we'll catch you next week
guys, guys.